I think my dilithium needs recrystallization. This is Trex in Sci-Fi. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of War. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's drink flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. This is a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cole, and you're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. All right, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. This is Rico. This is uh, obviously another Trex and Sci-Fi podcast, but a little different one this week. I've been wanting to do this for a while, uh, and uh, what we're doing today is a Skype call with some of the Patreon supporters for Treks and Sci-Fi. So I've got um, myself and, and four other guys on the line, and we'll go through a little intro, but today is um, January 12th, gosh, it's January 12th already, 2020, and this will be podcast show number 757. I still feel like my voice is a little grovelly. I've I've had this stupid cold for since after Christmas. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Although I'm about ninety five percent, I think better now. But uh, but anyway, welcome to the show, everyone, and welcome to the to the folks here on Skype. And and we're gonna go through a uh, couple voices you've heard before, a couple new voices. But uh, we'll go through and do a little intro uh, with each person. Let's start with you, Richard. Richard Pete, my my old friend from Chicago. Say hello and. And give a little brief intro on yourself for all the people listening. Oh, well, uh, yeah, my name is Richard Pete. I live in uh, outside of Chicago, Illinois. Um, I don't know what else. Um, I'm a tech You guy. like playing a, a Klingon in, in Klingon Christmas Carol plays. I know that. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I did have the, uh, the opportunity um, to, uh, to play a Klingon in a... Klingon version of A Christmas Carol, and it was actually developed by a, a, a guy in uh, Minnesota, and then they brought the they brought the production to Chicago, and I got invited to participate, and I got to be in a Klingon big huge fight scene on stage. The whole show is done in Klingon language, with English supertitles displayed up top so people can know what's going on. It was, yeah, it was awesome. it's. Uh, it I saw was, it when, when I was there. When I, you know, we. I think that was before you were part of it. But I, I think maybe you and I saw it, right? Yeah, right. yeah. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, for joining. And, and Richard's been a longtime supporter of the podcast through Patreon. I want to thank him. And uh, yeah, gl- glad you could make it. How about thank Jeff? You. Jeff, our uh, 
Another another longtime friend of the show. Hi, Jedi Jeff from Canada. Oh, hey there. Hey, uh, Rico, and hey, everyone else on the call. Uh, it's uh, Jeff, like uh, Rico said, from Canada. Uh, I live up in uh, Alberta, uh, just outside of Edmonton. Right next to the and polar bears, right? You always yeah. seem to have snow even before we do, so... I f- yeah, I f- we, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of snow. It's actually really, really cold. Uh, we're, we're going into a real deep freeze uh, cold snap. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be cold for the next week. It's uh, I don't know when it's Fahrenheit, but right now it's probably about minus 30 Celsius, and it's supposed to probably get colder than that, so... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, we're pretty much going to line up with uh, the the Fahrenheit at some point. You know, when you get to about forty below, they're, they're both about the same. So, so we might get to that this week. So, yeah, it's been it's been cold. So, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for joining. Just a big. Uh, he does some of those uh, guest uh, ship shows sometime, and I know he's a big collector and and builder of things. And and uh, I'm always. I know you're doing a little revamping on your collectible area in your place i think i i saw or at least uh i i think you maybe did you have some kind of damage down there jeff yeah a, f- a few years ago i got some uh flooding and then uh, uh yeah so it kind of flooded just uh it flooded the area where i built the build my models and things like that so uh and it's taken me a little bit of time because i had to do some stuff like let some landscaping stuff outside the house to you know kind of get the water away from to the fix house it, yeah 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 well, so i had to get that done and then so now I'm kind of fixing the the basement part where I build my models. So hopefully in the next uh, uh, next uh, few weeks I'll have uh, I'll have that corrected and then I can get back to building models. So so that's good. Uh, well, thanks for taking some time today for joining the show. Thanks for the support of of Treks and Sci-Fi. I really appreciate your uh, you doing that. And also you know thanks for doing all the guest spots too. You know we'll have to get a we'll have to figure out a a week for you to do another show. Maybe get the other ship guys like brian and chris and stuff for you guys to do another maybe uh once picard starts maybe you can do a picard ships of picard or something yeah yeah for sure yeah for all right sure. well thanks uh thanks for joining and we have uh we have doug doug uh is is a been a longtime patreon supporter too so say a little hello doug and and a little bit about yourself yeah hi rico um been listening to treks and sci-fi since 06, 2006. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the, the thing is, I was uh, I lived in New York all my life. I used to take the train into work, and then I got a job driving to New Jersey, and it's like on that long drive, I wanted to have something to listen to. And I looked around for podcasts, and I've always been a Star Trek fan, and I happened upon your podcast, and... Uh, I haven't stopped ever since. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, back in the back in the early days when it, it you know nowadays it seems like everybody and their their brother and their dog and everybody's got a podcast. But uh, yeah, it was those were the early days of you know having to search out things. I even remember doing that and not finding really a lot of Trek stuff, which is one of the reasons I started. So yeah, thanks. Uh, so you so you are in the New York, New Jersey area. Is that what you said? Yeah, I was up until about four years ago, and then I moved to Atlanta, and uh, a lot warmer down here. Oh and, yeah, uh, that's uh, how's your weather right now? I hopefully you're you're kind of warmer than uh, up all, all of us up here in the north. And that, that's actually the other thing. The other reason I wanted podcasts is because when I go running, I like to listen to something, and I wound up getting one of these little iPod shuffles that I could just oh, right. carry along. And uh, I put your podcast on there, and I just went out running today, as a matter of fact, 
it's like 62 degrees. It's uh, not oh, winter. Oh, I'm jealous. I, I don't like the winter yeah. anymore. It's uh, it's just too long up here. Well, you lived in it a long time. You know, you lived in, you did, you paid your dues, as I say, like uh, like to my friend Chris in Florida, who lived, you know, in the in the New York area early in his life. And uh, I, you know, for people who have only been in the South, I always feel like they they don't really know what it's like. But uh, but thanks for the support and thanks for joining today. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, got to be a lot more pleasant down there in Atlanta in in the Atlanta area than New York is right now. So, uh, yep. And we have uh, one more person on. Uh, Quinn is on. Say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, I'm Quinn. I've been watching Star Trek since about 1970. Out of Detroit, WKBD. I think TV 50 in the early 70s or whatever. And oh, man, you are just like me. Yeah, the old days <laughs> of reruns on UHF TV. Yeah. yeah, it was Channel 50 out of Detroit or whatever. We got on cable Channel 9 or whatever. So we got one of those books where it listed all the, I think, was it 79 channels? So every time we watched a show, we would cross one off. The yeah, very last yeah. One I was Patterns of Action, the SS Nazi one. That was the very last one off my list or whatever. But of course, to get that would be nice that they did all 79 in sequence, but they repeated several of them. So I saw several of them more than once or whatever. So Yeah, that was back in the days where actually when they would show those episodes, they would have pieces cut out of them to fit, yeah, exactly. fit enough commercials in. So you'd have to watch them like a few times to see all the missing parts yeah yeah well you saw oh i didn't see that part before oh it was incredible i there were episodes back when i first started watching reruns of the original series that you know six viewings later i'm like i never saw that before it was terrible now we can of course pull them up on multiple streaming networks and you know but boy that those were the days yeah so you've you you're in my era of Starting out yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, and before that, before Star Trek, I was watching Doctor Who in the 60s or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, Doctor Who is, is you know, been around, you know, longer than Trek, I think, right? I think it yeah. started before the original series, and uh, and it's still, you know, it had a little bit of a period where it was gone, you know, just like Trek, but but it's certainly back now. Do you watch the new show, the new versions? Five to Discovery, Doctor Who had a gap from, I think, was it 89 to 2005 or something along those lines? Yeah, something like that. Ten years or more, at least. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like you're right. Kind of like from Enterprise to Discovery a bit. Yeah. They have. But there was a part in the middle where there was TNG, there was, I think, Deep Space Nine, and was Voyager on? Were all three shows all No, they were. They only ever had two at the most on at the same time. Yeah, two at least when when I mean that when I say that, of course, of new content. Yeah, yeah, they always they were overlapping for a while there. It was like TNG, then that overlapped a little bit with DS Nine, then DS Nine overlapped a little bit with Voyager, and Voyager a little bit with Enterprise. But um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, welcome. Thanks, thanks for joining in, and, and thanks for the Patreon support. You, you're, uh, I always see you on the. I, I, I see a lot of you guys on on Facebook too, as well. Although 
I, I tell my wife, I say, Facebook is a sort of a love-hate thing, you know? It's like, it's so bad in some ways, but it's it it's kind of like the only thing around, you know? Good old Google tried to do their thing a few years ago, and not, nobody really went there. And and even even now, I keep hearing Facebook's planning on doing some kind of revamp or whatever, but uh, wow, it's... Uh, ugh. Yeah. But anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining. So I thought what we would do to begin with, um, I don't think any of you were, were on when we talked about the the rise of Skywalker. Uh, I, I thought we'd quickly, real quickly, I don't want to spend like much, you know, a lot of time on it, but maybe for a couple of minutes. Um, spoiler alert, if people haven't seen that movie yet. <laughs> I don't know how long so, we still have to keep doing it. show if you haven't seen it. Say that again, Quinn? If if you have seen and the spoiler alert, why are you even on this show? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't even mean uh, the people that are yeah on. To, uh, casual fans and oh, I'm gonna wait till the crowd goes down. It's, uh, <laughs> let's say January the twelfth or whatever, and it started on the nineteenth or the twentieth. So yeah. I'm gonna wait a few more weeks before I go see it. I think you're right. I mean, I think that most people, I mean, for, for me, if, if uh, whatever the movie is, if you are interested in it and you haven't seen it in the first couple of weeks, well, these days, I mean, if you don't see a movie quickly sometimes, except for something like this, maybe it's gone fast. I mean, movies don't stay in theaters very long. Um, so, yes, I, I, uh, I just wanted to say that. But so, so Quinn, while you were talking, why don't you, why don't you tell me, give me a, a couple of minutes, what did you think about Rise of Skywalker, and, and uh, was it which, was it what you hoped for? It's what, uh, the one part I hoped for was the very end, when she went back to, you know, Tatooine, and buried the lightsabers, and you saw, you got, you saw the beginning part where Luke was there, and then you saw the ending part where Ray was there, and then one person asked, who are you? And she said, I'm Ray. And then there was, was it seconds later? And then she said, Skywalker, because she thought, even though she was a Palpatine by biology, she thinks, she thinks of herself as a Skywalker from, and that's why she was there to commemorate or those lightsabers bearing them at, at Luke's place or whatever even yeah. though he grew up there but he wasn't actually biology they were descendants of or the people who raised him weren't the people who gave birth to him or whatever yeah it was very symbolic <laughs> right yeah yeah so she chose her destiny and she chose her destiny to be a skywalker rather than a Palpatine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Any, any other either favorite moments or, or uh, thing, maybe anything you didn't like in the movie? No, I'm fairly easy going on. That's yeah. about good, but I was hoping there was a battle, but I saw there were some similarities. I didn't see them at that point between the between Avengers Endgame and, and the battle here. The big difference... You actually saw, who you knew the people who were coming in Avengers Endgame because you've seen them before. Most of, with ex, with very few exceptions, most of the people were were mostly anonymous. You saw lots of people. Oh yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Like the few people or whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that's a good point. I think it doesn't have quite, you know, even when Lando shows up with all those ships, you know, you kind of get excited and pump your fist and are happy, but you don't really have that same emotional thing, you know, like when, when Spider-Man comes back and Doctor Strange and all the rest of them in Endgame. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, of course, in the, there's also a bunch of other, even in Avengers, there's a lot of non-named, you know, troops from Wakanda and all that stuff. So, but yeah, you, you do get a thrill, I think, more emotionally maybe with, you know, some familiar faces, but they threw those in in Skywalker 2 a bit. They had that three seconds of wedge, right? Yeah, <laughs> so like, you, you got a little, you got a little, huh? yeah. Of course. So I was, okay, give us a few seconds of Han. He comes back, not as a force ghost, but have a, um, uh, kind of a memory, I think it's supposed to be. Just, just sort of like Kylo thinking of what his father might say to him, you know, yeah, exactly. kind of a thing, you know, just sort of in a way him kind of making, um, sort of making amends is the way I took it in his mind. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sorry I told you that, but I did it for a good reason. Yeah. Or at least I thought at the time when I killed you. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, and, and I think he, he, I think his, the idea, my takeaway was that, was that he was thinking that if his dad really was still there or he could talk to him, that he would forgive him, you know, in other words. So, so no, I mean, and you know, that was a good moment. So, Hey, let's shift over to uh, to Doug. Doug, uh, did you see the movie? And and what did you think? I mean, I hope you hope you saw the movie since <laughs> we're talking about it. Yeah, I saw it uh, not opening night. It probably uh, I think it was the weekend right after it premiered, and uh, I really liked it a lot. Uh, I would say I know I heard the podcast Skype before that you had done with a bunch the, the Star Wars stacks guys. Yeah, sure. And they don't like to rank movies, but I actually do. And I think when I was making comments, when the other star Wars movies were coming out, I was ranking uh -huh. them. I, yeah. I would say this was the best non-original trilogy movie. That's the way I felt about it. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was fulfilling. Uh, I, I, when I, when we had the premieres of the other movies, the two before this on the Facebook group, yeah, I was kind of irate about my feelings about it. Uh, I didn't like the idea that they just picked one movie at a time just to kill a major character. And, you know, they start off with, uh, yeah. with Han killing him, and then they kill Luke. And then this one, it's almost, oh, they're killing Chewie also. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> uh, I didn't really yeah. believe that that was happening anyway, but uh, yeah, Harry Fisher be expected. But uh, it was fulfilling. It was great. Um, makes you wonder, makes you kind of wonder if Carrie Fisher hadn't passed away, if, if, if she would have survived this movie, you know, in other words, would they have, would they have wanted to get rid of all of them, you know, or something? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never heard that talked about or any question to like JJ Abrams or anything, but yeah, I get your point. Yeah. 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 So that, that was, yeah, it's weird. When I see movies, sometimes I didn't realize what I'm getting emotionally involved with, but my body reacts to it. So when I saw mm -hmm. Luke lift X-Wing out of that swamp, I like I couldn't breathe for a second. I was just like, "Oh, this is fantastic!" You know. Yeah, I always get goosebumps. I my 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 body reacts. I get like sort of goosebumps from it. You know, tingly a goosebump kind of a feeling. Even when just the movie starts, you know, just seeing Star Wars and the music, 
when a new one comes it comes to theaters like this, I, I get goosebumps when that just that first bit starts like that. Yeah, yeah. So so it rises up, and it's like, why am I getting so emotional about a, a spaceship? Instead of a character, you know. Yeah. But it just, yeah. Then she gets in it, and she's wearing Luke's helmet, and she's flying his X-wing. You know, just the, the tie-ins with everything. And I, I guess I'm an originalist with Star Trek as well. Anything yeah. that relates to original characters. It's like, hard. Uh, I always feel like it's like your first love. You know, it's like what you first get connected to. You know, it's really. I I don't I don't think anyone has to apologize or or. I, I think most people are like that. I think I think whatever you start on um, is is always going to be you know closest to your heart on it. You know. Yeah, and and when, like when said when they went back to Tatooine, and it's like, oh, this is a great place to go back to. I was a little bit confused at one point. I wasn't sure if it was Obi Wan's place or Luke's original place, but uh, I guess I was set straight. It was uh, Luke's original place. Yeah, I mean, once they showed like you know where they were when he and Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru were eating dinner or whatever the blue milk scene I call it, you know, and they and she walks down inside there. Then it was pretty clear. Yeah. Um, hey, let's shift over to uh, Mr. Uh, Pete, Mr. Rick Pete. What did you? What did, I, I know you saw it like a million times those first day or two, <laughs> so I know you've seen the movie. So what, <laughs> give it. Give us your basic thoughts on it. Uh, who me? Yeah, you. I have no idea, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Every time um, I turned around three times, you know, uh, Rick <laughs> Pete was back in seeing um, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Well, you know, if I don't see it right away, then avoiding spoilers is just almost impossible. Yeah. So I think I'm going to see it right away because when I, you know, the next time I talk to people that work, we're going to be talking about Star Wars. So I better know what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, um, sure. I went to go see it, and I mean, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I agree with what you guys said. You know, you're watching a movie, and your and your body just, uh, just it responds viscerally to the things you're seeing on the screen. Yeah. You know, um, and I've heard I I liked the movie. I thought the movie was very good. I thought the, the pacing is pretty fast. You know, I think they had the ridiculous um, the ridiculous need um ridiculous in the terms of how are you going to pull this off need to wrap up a saga that's lasted for 40 years how do you wrap up all of these storylines in yeah. one movie i mean yeah they had a lot to cover that's for sure yeah and a lot to cover i mean they could they could have treated this like like you know the last you know, Hallow's movie with was Harry Potter. They could have made it a two. Oh, split it in two movies or something. Yeah, I keep hearing yeah, this talk about a J.J. Abrams director's cut. I keep hearing online. I, I don't know how much extra scenes and footage that he did, but I keep hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah, I heard there's quite a bit that was not included. So I would love to see a J.J. cut. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a lot to cover, and I thought they did a really good job given what they were trying to accomplish and the, and the, the, the broadness of all the stuff they had to pull together, I thought they did a good job. But from a, from a story perspective, as I'm watching it, there were a lot of things that I was for just quick, you know, quick little vignettes here, a quick little, you know, piece of dialogue here. to so try to wrap some things up without getting into any real detail. Mm -hmm. So I did yeah. notice that. Um, which is why I kind of part of the reason why I went back three times because the first time I went, I just wanted to enjoy it. I didn't want to analyze it. I just wanted to enjoy it. 
The second time I go, now I'm going to kind of analyze it and look for stuff that I might not have seen because mm-hmm. there was a lot that I didn't see the first time that I saw the second time. Um, and then the fourth time I, I went with another buddy of mine who hadn't seen it yet. And so we got to watch it and then I got to sort of see it through his eyes. Yeah. Which is kind of cool too. But yeah, no, I thought it was good. I, I've read a lot of, you know, comments about it, you know, mm-hmm. negative comments about the movie. Not all of the negative comments are necessarily incorrect. Like some of the stuff is legit, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a lot, there's a, so much variance in the definition of what canon is. And for me, when it comes to Star Wars, you know, I did a lot, I read, I read a lot of the EU now, Legacy. Um, but if you, if you talk, George Lucas only sees canon as, a, as the movie's hero. That's canon. Everything else is not canon as far as George Lucas is concerned. So most of what people complain about is really stuff that they say is canon, but really creeped in because of the EU. And those things weren't ever in a movie. But those things were elucidated and expanded and gone into depth in the EU. And so we sort of just accept that as being canon at the George Lucas G-level canon Level. Yeah, exactly. there's a little bit there's a little bit of that. And then the other yeah. thing I think, Rick, is that the the other little thing that I feel along those lines is Kathleen Kennedy, I don't know if you saw this, but you know, she she had that quote that was floating around that everybody ripped into, which was that she said something along the lines of, Oh, for the Marvel movies, there's all these comics and, and, and things that they can pull on but there's nothing for star wars to pull on and i'm like what are you talking about (laughs) there's there's a million books there's a million comics so what are you talking about lady so i think because of that comment you know and we've seen little bits of like you saying rick the eu slip in anyway so it it does get a little bit i think hard for some people uh but i mean you know they have their own canon now with the movies these new movies the animated shows, the newer books that are not legacy, uh, right. and the newer comics are all. Although, you know, you can talk to the Star Wars Stacks folks; those newer books generally don't. They they're not books that make an impact on these main characters, right? They they kind of skirt around it or involve other characters, so they're they're more or less meaningless in in a way because they don't. Yeah, it's kind of like background, you know. but it's not. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not like the EU doesn't. No, because those at the time, you know, they were writing stuff that allowed them to play with Luke, Leia, Han, and have some real things happen to them. And because they never really thought they'd ever do movies again, and that was what we got. So, uh, well, I'm glad you, I want to shift over to to Jeff. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And so go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, tell us what your thoughts are on this, I guess, last of of the Skywalker saga, last of these Star Wars films. Yeah, I I enjoyed the movie. I'll, I'll say I say I quite liked it. Kind of kind of left me kind of uh, wishing that they would have maybe just uh, ran with uh, JJ for for all all three of the movies. To be honest with you, um, yeah, not that I was. Yeah, I think it would have been a little I, bit more coherent, right? And a little bit yeah. more, you know, a, a straightforward plot the whole way. So yeah, because I feel like you know you had the Force Awakens and then. The, the Last Jedi, to be honest, sort of it just just the way it looks, the the way it's paced, uh, 
just the kind of the story on it, it, it kind of it feels separate from these these other two movies. Like like um, the Rise of Skywalker almost pretty much dovetails into uh, the Force Awakens, and uh, like I've read a few comments where people said that for the most part, you really don't need the the last Jedi. You don't really need to see the last Jedi to uh, see the Rise of Skywalker, and in a certain argument, I. I I kind of, I can kind of see that. Um, so. Yeah, pretty much, except for Luke being, uh, you know, gone and a Force ghost now. But yeah, yeah, yeah you, it, it's kind of, yeah, it. They erased a lot of that stuff for the most part. I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like I say, I, I, I was okay with uh, the Last Jedi, but I understood like um, people's criticisms on it. Um, but uh, like say with the the Rise of Skywalker, like say I, I felt that it, um, it really. Um, it really uh, ended ended the, the trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the best best that they could. Uh, I'll always I'll always be wa- left kind of wondering like how how George would have um, carried the story on. So so yeah. part of me always got in the back of my mind like is this kind of uh, like how George would have would have taken it or not? Like I guess we'll probably never know. But but for me, um, I felt it pretty satisfying in the sense that. Um, that uh, Ray, I guess, like like Quinn was saying, that Ray kind of took the um, took on the uh, Skywalker uh, um, family name or whatever. And to me, yeah. um, I I was pretty good with that because I felt that um, all these Jedi and all these people strong with the Force, they're just kind of born of the Force anyway. So to me, like Anakin Skywalker was like he was just created by the Force, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you know, Ray is just she she has the force in her so there's no reason why she can't carry on that skywalker skywalker name and yeah 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 and you you probably don't want to be walking around through the galaxy later and 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 when you go to somebody and say what's your name ray palpatine you probably don't want to do that (laughs) when it comes down to it it was very symbolic like i said but i mean when you think about it it's kind of like uh it would be like having some let's say really evil person in history and somehow you have their last name you it would yeah, probably like Hitler or something like that yeah exactly you probably like oh, maybe i'm gonna change that yeah they sort of touched on it like there was a like we we're talking about the eu books there is that eu book about uh, princess leia and then there was some kind of um this was a you know kind of a prequel book to like um all these uh, sequel movies and then yeah um then it got found out that she was you know like Darth Vader's uh, daughter and all that kind of stuff, and that you know that kind of um, forced her out of the Senate and all that. So I could kind of yeah. See there were times way. where they were calling her like Lady Vader and stuff, right, yeah. and things, and and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, in this new new EU, they you know that that kind of that kind of ended you know kind of Leia's power in the in the New Republic once it was discovered that she was like. Uh, descendant of Darth Vader. Yeah, so, even though the even though yeah. his son, you know, Luke, is kind of like yeah. you know saved the galaxy pretty much, you know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. So I could <laughs> see where Ray really doesn't want to carry on that that yeah. Palpatine name and that, and I could see where that Palpatine name really really needs to end because he's just an evil guy through all three trilogies. So yeah. So to me, I I can see where it go ends, and I was kind of like say. You know, they answered enough questions too. You know, this stuff like about Snoke. Well, I kind of felt satisfied in the end that Snoke was really just some clone, which was just basically a puppet of Palpatine's and all that. So, so it yeah. it kind of um, 
it made sense. And I guess if you look at it, you know, in, in the original trilogy, like the Emperor kind of came came up to be in the third movie yeah. in Return of the Jedi. And then, you know. I heard one you know, person Jan- say that, that, you know, they had to almost bring back the Emperor because they didn't really have time. If they were going to do the, you know, which I expected to happen, I figured it had to happen with Ben coming back to the, you know, the light side and giving up being Kyle Ren. You had to have another bad person, bad guy, right? You had to have a bad nemesis, yeah. and they didn't really have time to introduce like a whole new character. So they, you almost had to pull the emperor back, right? Yeah, and he's a thread between. He's a thread from the prequels, from the original trilogy, yeah, and I guess now with the sequels. So I guess it ties yeah. all those, all those three uh, movies in together. I guess my only one kind of uh, made me regret in them movie was it was cool that you know like when ray was gathering her her energy that they had all those jedi from the past talking to her but uh yeah i would have really at very least i would have really liked to seen anakin honestly as a force ghost there in that moment um yeah you know, i think we of, mentioned that on one point. of our shows or i think i yeah. mentioned it a couple times too and a few others have yeah i, I think I, i've seen other people post about that too I, I yeah i think it was a very obvious thing that i think we all kind of wanted maybe and I don't know, for whatever reason, that they wanted to keep the focus on Ray, or couldn't get enough money, well, not maybe money, but maybe they couldn't get enough of those people to sign off on, you know, I, I thought I had heard, besides he has a line or two when she's hearing the yeah. voices, I thought I had heard that Hayden Christensen, I kept expecting him to show up somewhere as a force yeah. ghost, you know. I kind of understand maybe, though, too, that maybe if if he shows up or you know Obi-Wan shows up or Qui-Gon Jinn shows up or 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 one of those they show up maybe that pulls the that pulls the you know pulls away from Rey and her struggle you know cuz everyone's just like oh wow Anakin Skywalker's there eh? and then you know we kind of lose track of you know Rey and what she's doing so i could i guess i understand from that standpoint that maybe they they wanted to really focus on Rey and her her journey to, you know, I guess, take down the emperor and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, great. Well, thanks everybody for your comments about ri- the rise of Skywalker and, uh, it's still, uh, still in theaters, I guess you can still go see it again. And, uh, I'm going to try to go, I've only gone twice. So I, I want to try to go at least, well, probably only one more time in the theaters, depending on how long it's around for, but, but, um, all right, so let's shift gears slightly. I'm going to do now with each of you, I want to do this like I have like five or six little quickie questions I was talking about earlier that I want to run by everybody uh, just just to see what you guys and, and like I was saying earlier they're pretty simple but Quinn are you still with us back there I know it's a it's a long round going through all four of you guys you there yeah. I I don't like when someone's talking I don't like to interrupt them no no I understand yeah it's tricky on a podcast especially when you don't have the visual clue of somebody you know, starting to talk or motioning with their hands. They got something to say. I, I get it. Yeah. So I'm going to start with you, Quinn. Are, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So don't the, the idea of this is don't think too much about it and don't even really explain it. Just kind of shoot out um, an answer. And, and right. it's just your own personal kind of thing. So we've heard a little bit from each of you, and I know you – I, I know uh, – uh, I think a bit more about you guys too, so maybe these things will be pretty easy and obvious. But I thought it'd be kind of fun, at least. So, Quinn, which which of the which Star Trek series is your favorite? 
Well, the one I grew up with is the the original series. Is okay. My All right. Good. Number two will be TNG. All right. Correct. Good. Good. All right. How about this one? Since we were just talking about it, but what um, what's your favorite Star Wars film? Which one of the Star Wars films is your favorite? When I say Star Wars, I mean the first one. That's the only one I've seen multiple times in the third. The very first. And, well, what's called the New Hope now, right? The first yeah, one, exactly. number, episode when four. I, Star, I guess I assume some people will know. When you say Star Wars and there's nothing at the Star Wars, it's the original Star Wars. Or depend, it all depends on who you're talking to. Sure. If you're talking to someone who's familiar with Star Wars, there's nine there's nine movies in the series, or it's someone from my family who doesn't know a lot about Star Wars or whatever. Yeah, gotcha. But to take your answer to, the, or to who you're talking to, of course. All right, how about this one? How about um, give me uh, like a favorite uh, television show of yours, but that isn't Star Trek, something else that you like sci-fi or fantasy-wise? <laughs> Doctor Who. Right. Yeah, 1963. I obviously I was a lot younger in 1963, but I'm originally from England, so I remember watching it in England before it came the before it came onto PBS. And I think was it in the 80s or whatever, whenever yeah. it came the 80s. There's yeah. All right. That's good. All right, Doctor Who, and two two more things. All right. Um, Tell me something, uh, another, um, so that was a, a TV show. Tell me another uh, movie, a, a recent sci-fi or fantasy movie that you've enjoyed. Uh, but obviously not a Star Trek or Star Wars thing, but something else besides that. So something else you've enjoyed in the recent. The obvious choice or whatever, because there's been, was it whenever the first Iron Man came out? Whenever, I 2008, I think. Yeah, 2009, maybe something, eight so, or nine, yeah. Was this last April or whatever? So you think it was a 22 or 20, 22 if you include Endgame 23, if you include the Spider Man one, of, depending oh, on. Oh, so Avengers Endgame is your, uh, uh, for the, yeah. for the favorite? Okay. All right. And one other question is tell everybody, tell us, uh, some kind of, hobby or something you like to do besides you know watching cool movies and tv something uh that you enjoy with your spare time no no let's see sports I anything i collect star wars posters and marvel posters okay or collecting yeah that's good when that's I good say collect, i collect you know, i have the original three you know the new hope wow Jedi and the empire you know i got they're not when I say original posters, they're not the one that says sheet one, sheet two, or sheet three. You know, they're written you know, off. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, you're, you're talking about original lobby posters. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, the original three, but they would cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars or whatever. And they you got them in 1977 or whatever and keep hanging them around for the last 42 years. But that would be a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. All right. Seven. You didn't know they would be as successful as they were. No, nobody knew until that. You know that that you know was, as the summer was, went on that year, and and uh, they kept showing the movie. 
Yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to uh, thanks for that, and I'm going to move on to Doug. Uh, Doug, your turn for um, and guess what? They're going to be basically the same question. So. Well, it's easier for me. I have more chance to think about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> you guys, the later down the line you go, you have more time. But I mean, I think, I, I don't think any of these are probably stuff that you're going to have to think really hard about. Maybe the stuff about some recent thing that you've enjoyed. But so what's your favorite of the Trek shows, Doug? Uh, you know, I have debates all the time. It's a classic Star Trek original series. Uh, I don't care. People say the effects aren't as good. The stories are corny. No, no, no. Star Trek best. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to uh, top. So, um, all right, how about of the f Star Wars films? You said you were you were big on the doing the ranking. I think so. Which which is your favorite of the um, of the? And you can even include the Rogue One and and uh, Solo if you want. But um, which favorite of these? Which is your favorite? Yeah, I think I'm one of the few people that didn't really like Rogue Rogue One that much. But, oh, you're uh, not alone. I'm not. I'm I'm on that list too, actually. <laughs> Yeah, the solo was okay, but not Rogue One. But uh, A New Hope uh, is number one for me. I don't know, maybe because I'm older, or that I've been watching these things all my life, and maybe the first things make the biggest impression. And I can't, it's hard to top something that you've loved from the beginning. Yep, exactly. No, I agree. Uh, all right. How about, uh, uh, how about another um, TV show that you enjoy, but it's not a, a obviously not Trek? or any Star Wars stuff or anything like that? Something else that you um, that you like? Uh, well, there's some stuff I'm watching now or stuff from the yeah, past. Yeah, that's fine. It can, be, it can be something recent. It can be something from the past, anything. Right. Uh, I used to like Lost in Space when it first came out. In fact, ah. I remember when Star Trek first came out, they said, this is the first science fiction show for adults. And it's like, I was 10 years old at the time. It's like, Maybe I should stick to Lost in Space because Star Wars, I mean, Star Trek is too uh, adult for me. But uh, I, maybe five episodes in, I started watching Star Trek. So Lost so in that, Space, yeah. Yeah, that's a good Lost one. A yeah. little bit more recently, Babylon 5. I like that a lot. Uh, on Netflix right now, I started watching The Man in High Castle. Uh, cool. It's kind, of, it's kind of dreary, but I'm um, hoping that it gets like, I, I want to have some more hope in it. It's, I, it seems too dark right now, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, there's you know there's a lot of shows these days that that lean on that side a little bit. But all right, how about a um, how about a movie? Uh, something that you've seen in the, in maybe the last couple of years that you really enjoyed, sci-fi or fantasy, but not not a Star Wars or Star Trek thing. Well, it seems most of the stuff recently has been all Marvel stuff. So, but I did like Endgame. Okay. Uh, go back, going back a little. I like Minority Report. I love the Matrix uh, original movie. Ma yeah, I could watch the Matrix a million times. It's so great. Yeah, um, yeah. The the talk is they're going to do another one. That that's the uh, that's the word. You know, they can never leave. Uh, they can't leave things alone. But we'll see what how that works out. And then the last question it would be um, something you were talking about. I know you were talking about you 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 do running, but any other hobbies? Anything that you do in your spare time? Uh, that you'd like to share? Yeah, I've always liked statistics and baseball, so I do fantasy baseball. I run a league. Ah, and, cool. Uh, you know, I always like hear about fantasy football, but I don't really hear much about fantasy baseball. I mean, I assume people did it. I didn't know uh, it. it um, is that a lot more complicated than, well, there's a lot more games. I know that much, so. 
Well, it's not game to game. It's like you pick a player and you keep the player the entire season. Right. And okay. It, it pre- yeah. Pre- football by quite a bit. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for that, Doug. All right. We're going to move on to Mr. Pete, Mr. Rick Pete. So, favorite Star Trek show, Rick Pete. And I feel like uh, we're all saying the same things. Maybe we'll get a difference in one of the in, in somebody, but that's fine. That's fine. But the favorite, my favorite Star Trek movie or favorite Star Trek show? Show, TV show, TV series. Oh, um, well, I mean, I grew up with the original series, right? So, I, that's that's my favorite series. Um, second only, to, you know, and then TNG is a is a is a close second. All right, next, then, uh, favorite Star Wars film? Empire Strikes Back. Ah, Empire Guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd go back and forth between the, you know, the first one, A New Hope, and Empire, but it's kind of like, I don't know which one if, you know, that whole thing about if you're stranded on a desert island, you know, somehow with a DVD player and and a, or a Blu-ray player and a TV (laughs) and and electricity, which one would you have? But, so, um, all right. There's a lot more action in Empire. We, 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 you know, it, I, I like it. I think it's. I think it's a good. How about good some uh, some other recent or or in the past? Doesn't really matter if it's recent. Uh, something else on a TV series, fantasy or sci-fi that you've enjoyed? Uh, that um, obviously besides Trek or Star Wars stuff. Jeez. Um, that's, oh, I know that's you watch a lot. Was, Come on now. This, I watch a lot. Well, um, just throw out a couple, two, three favorites or something. Well, you yeah. know, I, I like, I love Star Trek Discovery, so I got to put that out there. And I love the Orville. Orville. Okay. Yeah. So Orville's great. Stuff. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back one day on Hulu, you know, like they keep, although, they say, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they've, they've committed to this come back on Hulu. Yeah, it's just a long, long, long wait, right? You know, it's like I think I'm hearing like towards the end of this year or something. So, yeah. all right, and uh, other um, some other uh, films, something in the in the movie theaters that you've enjoyed in the last few years. Um, again, besides Star Wars, well, well, we haven't had, we haven't had a Trek Marvel. movie in a few years, so I guess we don't have to worry yeah. about that, but. So yeah, so if we ignore Star Wars and we ignore Marvel, um, then to be honest, I think what I re- something I really enjoyed just recently was a documentary on Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah, it was called Never Surrender. Didn't they have that in theaters? S- right, they had a special event thing. Or, or, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I went to go see it, and it was it was really good. I mean, cool. obviously, Alan Rickman is no longer with us, but all of the other primary cast members were in it i wonder if that'll show up on one of the services like netflix or not or something i wonder if that's sure yeah i'm sure it is absolutely definitely worth watching um cool it was about an hour hour and a half something like that yeah it was really good it was very very well done all right and the last one is uh and i kind of know one answer at least one big answer to this question but so tell people a little bit about a hobby that you do or something you do um in your spare time <laughs> yeah. Um and I know yeah, the I know the big spare time is, is is lumped into my, my love of running. So um my I have, I have two big goals between now and two thousand twenty two and that's to run a half marathon in every state in the country and to run one hundred half marathons all together a lifetime. Hey, have you done and, Michigan yet? Have you done Michigan? Oh, yeah. oh you did yeah. do Michigan. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, I did Michigan. It, yeah, I've done 33 states so far, and I've done 67 half marathons to date. So I got to ask, how many marathons do they run in like Alaska? So I have to ask. It's uh, is that, Have you looked into Alaska? Alaska? I mean, I know yeah, Hawaii, I do, they do, do runs Alaska. in. Brian always I do talks about Alaska about... in 2018. There's about five, five marathons races yeah. in Alaska that I'm, that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, you know, I've run so many races. I've done 12, 13 full marathons so far. Yeah, so, yes, I, I, uh, my, and my hat's off to you because I've always, I've never liked running. I just, uh, <laughs> uh, running is just, uh, you and Doug, you guys can go running, and I'll, I'll, you know, it's just, ugh. Well, I'm like Doug. When I go running, I listen to podcasts, right? So listen, <laughs> well, it's great to, to yeah, it, it, it's, it is I nice these days with all these very small, portable electronics, you know, that we can, we can carry for doing whatever you're doing, you know, cutting the grass or running yeah. or whatever. That do, that does help. Even driving, you know, I listen to a lot of, uh, a lot of audio books because I have a pretty long commute, so. Uh, all right. Well, that's well, good. You know, I'm listening, I'm, I'm listening, this morning, I'm listening to the uh, new sequel to Skyward. Yeah, I started it too. I'm only maybe two or three hours in so far. It's really good. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's really good. Brandon, Brandon Sanderson is, man, anything that guy writes, I like, no matter what, almost. I, <laughs> I haven't had a bad book from him yet. So, All right. Next, uh, let's go on to Jeff. Thanks for that, Rick. Uh, Mr. Jeff, which, uh, which is your favorite Star Trek show? Uh, my favorite Star Trek show, I'm going to be like just about everyone else, uh, be the original series, but I will say uh, that Enterprise is actually a really, really close, close second ah, for Good me. for you. Yeah. yeah. I think Enterprise needs the needs the support. I mean, I it's um, it always struck me really, really surprising that I think Trek had just burned itself out a bit, but that that's a good show. A little bit maybe rocky at start at the start, but you know, I, I, I really especially enjoyed the last couple of seasons a lot. Oh yeah. So I, I be honest, I thought uh like say I thought with uh I thought that um Scott Bakula did a great job as uh, Cap- Captain Archer, like being kinda like that first, you know, kinda Starfleet captain kinda out there type type kind of uh just yeah. blazing the trail. He was like he was diplomatic when he needed to be diplomatic, and when he needed to be, uh, you know, when he, when he needed to get tough, he, man, he he got tough. So, yeah, he's, yeah. you know, Scott Bakula, I think, is great, and one of the things I've always liked is he just has a, he he's he just has a way of his acting and his performance that you just really believe. I don't know, there's something about him. I I loved him in Quantum Leap, and. Um, yeah, I agree. So, all right, let's, uh, how about your favorite Star Wars film? Uh, I'm just like, uh, I'm just like Rick, uh, it's the Empire Strikes Back is, is the, the one for me. I remember, uh, like I saw the, the first one in the movie theaters and I loved it. I saw Empire Strikes Back in the movie theaters and it, I, it just, it really just resonated with me. And, uh, so yeah, if I have to rank them, you know, like, uh, Empire Strikes Back is, is tops for me. Yeah, one of the cool things about, you know, I, I haven't said this a lot, but, you know, one of the great things about the original trilogy, you know, besides, you know, I think we all kind of, it hit us at the right time, but, but you know, that's a, mo- that's a movie series of three movies that are very different from each other, but it holds, you know, as a whole, 
it really, really works. And I think, and I, you know, I've enjoyed the latest trilogy, but I think that's, I think that's been hard for some people because I think we all had hoped and expected for something like more like that and more epic where, you know, a, different movies, but, but still like had a lot of substance to them or something. I don't, I yeah, don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm not explaining it best, but I, I think that's been hard for, um, for the older fans, especially, you know, with some of the newer things in the newer movies, but anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'll be, I'll admit, I'll be very, uh, up frontier and um i to a fault I, I actually i actually really like like the prequels as well too i and i'm not one of those people who had a problem with them so so i actually really really like them as there's well there's a lot so, in there that's really yeah. you know interesting yeah. you know i i yeah. the only thing i always said about the prequels is i i feel like we had a missed opportunity with vader i've always thought that they should have done like young young kid anakin in like 10 minutes in like the first movie and like basically, I think they almost should have started with the second movie where he was, you know, a young Padawan. It, yeah. Like like we basically get two, you know, episode two, episode three, and episode like three point five, like and, and saw Vader, you know, being what he is and all that type of something like that. But anyway, yeah, yeah maybe we exactly. got that a little with Rogue One, possibly, but just a tiny bit. So yeah, and that might have been why is it so easily able to accept the the sequel trilogy as well too, is because I've pretty open to the universe so so yeah but all right back for me all right uh tell tell us uh something else uh television series wise that you like to watch uh uh in uh recent years or something you've enjoyed besides trek stuff fortunately uh fortunately uh rick uh triggered me on that one too it was uh i really liked actually really like the orville so uh yeah I, yeah okay i, I hoping that uh like like you guys that uh it'll be back i'm not sure you know they just recently announced that uh seth mcfarland signed on with uh nbc so I'm yeah, not he's sure. got a big deal yeah he he's yeah. basically leaving more or less leaving his fox thing and then yeah, yeah so so, so that's hopefully good. that yeah. means i don't know what that means for the orville but i i'm really hoping that uh that uh we get to see that again because I, I think that's a great great show and uh I guess that's the only thing which kind of bumps me out a bit nowadays about the way they do TV is they just do these smaller, smaller seasons. You know, maybe the episodes are bigger and they maybe they don't have those kind of filler episodes. But man, I would I would love like a nice twenty some run season of the Orville. It'd just be like oh, I just I would love that. But yeah, it's a fun show, and I really think they yeah. they I think they really got a lot more interesting and a lot better in season two. I mean, there's some. There's some great episodes in season two, very Trek like, but oh, yeah. it, but they're well, still their the, own their own kind of thing. Like I really love yeah. that one about the I don't remember the name of it, but with the 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 one helmsman guy sort of falls in love with that ancient you know the girl from the past. You know they find the time oh, capsule okay. thing. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. The, that's a great episode. You know that yeah, that's a that's a very very either even almost Twilight Zone feel, but Star Trek feel. That's a that's. That's the other one with the, <laughs> yeah. with <laughs> board is smoking, right? Too don't yeah. they find cigarettes in there? That's yeah, hilarious. Exactly. All right, so um, how how about another? Uh, how about something other other movie wise that you've enjoyed in the last few years besides Star Wars stuff? Uh, I really actually uh, uh, I really liked uh, Pacific Rim. Not so much the second movie, but the first movie I thought was 
was really great. So that would be a, a movie that, like in the last yeah. five or so years that I really liked, and that was at Pacific Rim. Good. Okay. Yeah, I know you like that kind of stuff uh, a lot. There's a lot of uh, Japanese influence there and giant robots. and um, Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have Mark Wahlberg fighting Transformers. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, true. man, they've driven that, that poor franchise into the ground, haven't they? Even, uh, even yeah. I'm having a hard time watching those more recent last one or two of yeah, those. Yeah, I, I must admit on those Transformers movies, I don't think I've seen the last two. Oh, yeah? Did you I've see Bumblebee it. even? Did you see Bumblebee? No, I didn't see Bumblebee. <laughs> I watched like, Bumblebee I heard... on an airplane is all I could manage for that, so... Yeah, I heard good things. Like, I heard people said good things about it, but... It, it was wasn't just like, bad. Uh, it was a little yeah. bit more kitty oriented Um... But, uh, you know, I mean, you know, call I'll have to, for, I'll have for to what, watch it sometime. Yeah. Like I said, they, they said it was kind of like set set back in the 80s. But when I was looking at it, it was just like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't see the right clips, but yeah. it, it didn't feel too 80s to me. But I'll, I'll have to give it a try sometime. Yeah. And then the last thing is, is uh, uh, how about hobbies? What do you I know? I know. Obviously, you've already talked about it a little bit. But anything else hobby wise? Uh, I know you were into. Do you, are you still doing your. Um, your car podcast, the racing thing. I, I know no, you were, you're no, into no. that too. Yeah. I dropped that years ago. Like, yeah, uh, I thought, I, I thought, yeah, I didn't think you yeah. were doing it anymore, but no, yeah, I haven't done that in like years. <laughs> I kind of actually like kind of fell out of watching racing and all that, but oh, uh, did you? Okay. I, yeah, I do. Uh, I do really like to uh, actually build, build Lego sets actually as well. So I like to build models and then I also like to build Lego sets. And I think I, I like to build Lego sets because Part of me likes building models because you got a little bit of freedom in building models. And then part of me likes building Lego because you're just following the instructions. And I just like just snapping the pieces together and all that. And Yeah, no, Legos are, Legos are fun. I uh, I have this, you know, I think you built it, the Enterprise. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Enterprise. Is that technically Legos or is that something That's, else? That's uh, Mega Blocks. Or yeah, Mega I have that taunting me. It's literally sitting on the floor over about 10 feet away from me right now, and it's been taunting me to build it. So uh, I, I, it, yeah. I, give me give me a quickie on, like, how hard was that thing to build? And was it was it frustrating or was it mostly fun? <laughs> um. It was a bit frustrating in the sense that um, at the time, uh, Lego had the Lego had the what is it the uh, patent on numbering your bags. So like when you oh, build a geez, Lego set, that's a patent it, thing to be able to number your bags. Ugh. Yeah, I guess apparently. So you go and you build bag one, and then you go build bag two. Whereas with the Mega Blocks, um, I got couldn't do that. I got to so figure yeah, out which bag is which, kind of in a way, just. Wow, By looking all, at photos, all the pieces or pieces are all mixed together, so you're gonna have to kind of like oh, it's a big organize. part sort thing. Yeah, you're gonna oh. have to kind of sort the parts out a bit. Like when Gosh. I built mine, Ugh. now I you're scaring all... me even more. <laughs> yeah, oh, I have but to call so work and say I need about a month off so I can build that thing. So oh, it's so worth it when you get it done. It's it's like have you kept price... yours built? Have you kept it yeah. put together? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 together. Yeah. Um, cool. Like say cool. I, it was spread out all across my basement because um, I had parts all over the place. But uh, like, say for the price that it was, like, like I, you couldn't get a better, better value uh, than that. Um, like, say that was a great yeah. value, actually. Yeah, cool. Like, all right. Well, thanks, thanks for that, Jeff, and thanks for your answers, and thanks, guys, everyone, for that. So, I'm gonna kind of sort of wind things up a little bit, but I have a, I have a little contest that I want to do with you guys. Um, and you know, to kind of, uh, just a little, you know, 
small little thank you for supporting the podcast and stuff. Um, what the prize is, and I want you guys to all, you know, you guys tell me if any of you have this. Well, if whoever wins, I guess you guys could certainly have um, get something different. But there is, um, I got it a couple of months ago myself, but there is a newer um, Star Trek. It's called Star Trek, the USS Enterprise illustrated handbook and it's basically a hardcover um, really cool guidebook to the original series with illustrations and diagram blueprint things um that's the prize i hope do any of you guys have that you, i think i might have it i've got several of those books i just don't know if i have that well what i'll do is whoever wins quinn whoever wins i'll send you a link to it and if you end up having it they have a couple different ones they have one for the original series they have one for tng i was since most people on the call here seem to be original series guys what i was going to do is use the or, or have the prize be the original series but i'll send you a link if you win and then you can tell me if that's um, something you, I don't want to obviously get somebody get something to someone that they already have. But the the easy thing about this contest <laughs> is I'm going to number you guys one through four. Quinn is number one. Uh, Doug is number two. Uh, Rick is number three. And Jeff is number four. And I have a die here that I'm going to roll. You're going to have to trust my integrity. Uh, but um I'm going to roll a die, and then the number, it's a six-sided die, so if a five or a six comes up, obviously I'll just roll it again. But um, And then and then whoever's number comes up, you got, you're you the winner. No no contest, no buzzing in, because we can't do that anyway. So, All right, here we go. Here, rolling away, rolling one of my um, stolen Vegas dice. All right, Quinn, you are the winner. I rolled a big old one. So you are you are the winner, and I will. Um, I know you've been emailing me a couple things to set up for this Skype call, so I'll shoot you an email with the link for this book and check to see if you have it. It only came out like I was trying to pick something before we started the show today. I was trying to pick something that that was fairly recent, you know, that came out. This only came out in like October of of um, so like only about two months ago is when this thing came out. It's fairly new. We ordered a lot of stuff. Let's yeah, in the summertime, and it it comes when it comes. Oh, I yeah, I know how you. I know I. You know, I almost pre-ordered something the other day uh, that that wasn't going to come out until like April. Uh, I think it was some kind of Star Wars book thing or something. But but I'll send you a link on email, Quint. Uh, congrats! Okay. And if if you don't have it, let me know. Um, well, I'll write you an email and get your address and all that stuff to to, okay. to get it to you. So. Um, I think that's most of what I wanted to talk about, guys. Any any other little topics? People, will, we got about maybe a couple minutes left. Anything else anybody wants to talk about? That's uh, anything else anyone's yeah. excited to see? Uh, in, I in say one besides thing. Picard, <laughs> go ahead, Quinn. It's in probe from you. Someone did those earlier in the, I think, sometime in December. I I liked it enough, so I bought the series or whatever through Amazon. You know, the the first the first movie was called Probe, and then there was already a PBS show or whatever, and then it was turned to Search. It was from the early seventies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of my uh, podcast about older uh, that I did about a well, month or two that's ago. One right. One of the things I remember, I remember the 
when they did all the theme music, that was the only one of the theme music. I remember that. Of course, it was 73, 73. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, Quinn, I'm glad somebody else remembers those old shows like I do. Between 69 and, you know, and Star Wars came out. And it was in that gap between those few years and, that was one of the things I remember. Whether yeah, it was so a very cool I little spy Amazon type show and, that that, and um, that stuff or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that it, it triggered a memory for you. You know, when that that show, I never actually even watched. Uh, I've seen it in reruns since then, but I, mm-hmm. I when it was actually airing, I was I think I was too little and I wasn't really. I think I maybe saw one episode or something like that. Yeah. It was on too late at night for me as a little kid. It was like it was a pretty I late show, what, ten o'clock. I don't or, know if I saw it in reruns or whenever, but I remember, I remember listening to the music. Yeah, that's oh, it's a great, it's yeah, great music. You know, that that's uh, I've said that before a few, probably quite a few times on the podcast. You know, their uh, television show and music these days is not like it used to be. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. you know just watch uh, watch the original Star Trek and. Uh, you know how much music is a part of that show, and uh, it it's uh, really really big part. So, well, guys, I I just again want to say thanks thanks for supporting on Patreon. If anybody wants to, um, patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci Fi. Really appreciate the support. It, it it helps cover things, and I'm I'm planning an update to the page to the Patreon thing very soon. I I keep talking about that, but I I, I have a couple of new ideas. That I'm going to put on there, and uh, really was fun to to talk to, especially um, Quinn and Doug. You know, we we haven't had a chance to talk before, but that was great. I'm glad you guys could join today. I'm going to get this um, uh, get this podcast I've been recording, obviously, and I'm going to get it put up here uh, later on today. And uh, I think that's about it. Thanks, guys. I hope uh, hope the weather isn't too bad. Well, most of us have uh, colder weather, except for that Doug guy down in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm jealous of that. I, I got to find a way to get someplace warm this winter. Got to take a little trip somewhere south or something. I uh, I don't think I'm going to be traveling as much for work this year, so that that's kind of out. But I am going to Comic Con again in the summer. So although that's it's already it's hot it's hot here in the summer too. So that's not much of an escape from it. Actually, the funny thing about going to Comic Con in July in San Diego is, is it's usually cooler there than it is in Michigan in July. Cause, cause that place just stays at like 75. So, uh, all right, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to end the call. Uh, just say, uh, say bye-bye. And, uh, again, thanks. Thanks for joining today. I really appreciate it. And thanks for the support for Trex and sci-fi. Thanks everyone. And take care. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye all. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Hey, I just want to make a good uh, one more thank you to everyone that joined uh, the Skype chat today. Really fun, uh, and I appreciate their support. Again, patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. Next week will, I think, probably be a guest cast. Uh, i got to work out the details still, but that's uh, that's what's coming up on the show. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, a little different kind of a call today. I really enjoyed it, ta- learning a little bit more about a couple of guys who have supported the show for a long time. Uh, do really appreciate that. I, I wish we could have had a few more members join in, but it's a little, it was a little bit short notice and I think everyone's still kind of recovering from the holidays, frankly, but, um, thanks everyone. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.
This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.